0: Coming up in this episode of the KitCast, it's a special episode because all the projects were picked by you guys. We have a micro shuri that needs your help printing your own circuits and a stick that will help you draw with light. So sit back and relax. It's time for the KitCast. Hey, everybody. It is time for another episode of the KitCast. I am KT Data, and joining me, as always, is the man, the machine, Drew Tyler, how are you doing? I'm
1: doing very well, thank you.
0: Yeah, um, I am glad you're back, and we are all, almost the 30 episodes. That's kind of crazy. One year and almost 30 episodes. Amazing. All right. So, if you guys have never seen the Cast before, this is the podcast about crowdfunding projects, and this is a special episode right here. Every single project that was here, Drew and I didn't pick; they were sent in by you guys, the viewers.
1: It was great because I didn't have to show up until right before the show and be like, hey, what are we talking about?
0: So you guys are awesome. So it gives, it gives us a great idea on what people are looking for. So it's always an awesome time right there. So, But before we go into the projects, we always have some news. Because
1: stuff's always happening.
0: So the first thing we found is this site called Prefundia. Um, Drew, you know this. An important thing about a Kickstarter project is getting hype. Before yes. the project goes alive, yes. of course.
1: which I heard somebody today say, look at this project on Indiegogo who's raising funds for a Kickstarter. Like that was the whole point of Indiegogo to get to Kickstarter. So tell me about Prefundia.
0: So Prefundia is a website where you go and post your project up um, and then people can start giving you ideas. So you can show, showcase your product and then you start building your following there. You also can get feedback from people and you also can get stats Give you all that information you kind of need to tweak and adjust your project so it get builds up. Because one of the secrets of being able to get um, on Kickstarter's uh, trending page is getting a lot of fun- funders in a small amount of time after yep. you launch. and yep. then, then you can be on the front page, which, you know, makes it even better. Snowballs. Um, the weird th- thing about this company, though, is that they're not charging money for anything. I, I don't know... How they're making any money or anything, but you actually see projects on here right now um, that people are posting up. I think this is a great idea to kind of build up hype um, and get feedback and stuff. You know, uh, yes. I I, kn- I know that you and I we have gotten a couple people who've messaged us, "Hey, can you take a look at this project and uh, give me your feedback on there?" And,
1: yeah, yeah, consulting style. And this is an interesting way to crowdsource almost the con- well to measure the demand at least that's nice
0: yeah so that way you don't launch a project that has no chance of uh making it or you can go adjust and make it work on there so i'll be paying attention to that and you know the nice thing is if you're a user on the site you can actually program it so it will let you know when the project has actually gone live on kickstarter and stuff so that is i think that's a great idea and there's a market for it um and there's people starting to use it, so it's it's great. On there. Hey, very cool. I like
1: that idea. I mean, uh, I, I'm not sure that I would say that this is a you know. Can't believe nobody else has done this because this this is. I guess it was just it was due somebody yeah. somebody to do this like, culling through things beforehand and to make them, um, the best they could be and and to get that traction before they launch. So uh, yeah, it's, um, uh, I guess I'm not really surprised, but it sounds like a, a great plan.
0: Yeah, because you see all these people who are saying, are we done with this crowdfunding thing yet? But you're starting to see these markets where people are making businesses. I mean, this one's to get the hype up. There are ones that help you track your project during the progression, and there are even fulfillment centers that are like, hey, we'll help you be able to send out all this stuff too. So I don't think crowdfunding is going anywhere when you start getting these more micro markets out. I mean, there's a podcast about Kickstarter projects. That's nuts. <laughs> that is nuts. Look at us. All right, so... Here's another thing. So let's say prefundio's post-project. Now you've got your project, um, and then you got to worry about shipping and stuff. There comes this um, problem about uh, Kickstarter and shipping. There's an article in Forbes about it, and it talks about how tricky any of this stuff can be, especially with international backers, because what happens is... Um, you're not getting them out. So, I'll give you an example of this. So, say you have a pledge level that is for $20 right there, um, plus $5 shipping. So, you have $25 for a domestic person, but when you go to for an international one, you tell them you have it's a $50 pledge. One, it's higher, but the breakdown of that is still there's a the $20 pledge originally, but then you pay $30 for shipping because, of course, it's expensive to ship things overseas mm-hmm. um and then but what happens is in mm-hmm. both indiegogo and kickstarter is shipping and everything is combined into one so that goes um all the way into your system all all the way into your uh um to your goal so that 50 dollars, it says hey you're getting closer to your goal you've gotten 50 dollars closer but in reality only 20 of those dollars is going to your project Um, so the the article kind of tells you that you should kind of pay attention to the ratio of international backers versus backers that you have domestically because it might not be fully representative of it so um i was going to ask you like you i i i've wondered why kickstarter hasn't done this where they separate out the shipping so people can calculate it um because one of the things that people don't want to do is not put shipping in and then Go back later asking for money because that's a logistic nightmare for one, and yeah. other people are going to be turned off. Like, like, so you're charging me for shipping on top of this now,
1: right? I gave you, I gave you my my amount I pledged, and now you're just gouging.
0: Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I really wonder why none of these uh crowdfunding projects break out shipping like that. Um, it's just everything goes towards the goal,
1: and if they. If they did, I guess would be the question. If they said, "Okay, your pledge covers this," and that's all that's going towards our goal number, you'll still need to add this much more. I, I again, maybe it's just logistics on the other end of trying to separate like pockets of money. I'm giving you X number of dollars, but only this much is for the project. This is just to get it to me. Yeah, we, we could see it. Like said, so we're seeing some niche things here, so we could see somebody pulling, taking that on.
0: Yeah. Um, so that. So that's something you should probably consider if you were thinking of starting your own Kickstarter project is how many international backers do you have potentially could back it and keep an eye on that because you, and that might, that should go into how you account for the goal that you want to get. Um, And then, yeah, it's like, like Rev says in the chat room, realistically, they should set their goal higher to include a number of dollars for international shipping and everything. So remember to calculate that into it and, Remember, remember, this is the internet. It's not just your own state anymore. It's all around the world. Yes. All right. So let's finally go into our first project right here, and uh, we're gonna give credit due where um, credit is due. So our first project is called is the Boston Boot Company, and that was actually referred to our friend. Um, I go by Doc. You can find him on Twitter at I go Thanks, by Doc. Doc. Um, and A lot. you can visit his. Brand new in, incoming marketing company at uh, burncomedia dot <laughs> So if you're looking for marketing, that's the guy for you because I don't understand any of it. Uh, <laughs> so um, the Boston Boot Company is actually Boston's first micro shoery, not brewery. Shoery. And they're trying to take that idea of micro brews and applying it to the world of boots. So they're doing this by doing smaller runs of boots, not do- taking you know mass mass um production of boots where the q c can be a little bit lower and stuff, and they're co- they're focusing and taking time to make sure they got really good details. Um, their leather supplier for these boots is the number one leather supplier in the entire world that they 're picking, um, yes. making sure they pay attention to little details, plus the boots look awesome
1: they uh, do look amazing yeah. uh, when i when I looked through that project i was I was astounded uh, because boots have a pretty common shape always have and and there's been a few standouts over the, the years of my – and I'm not a fashion guy, but there's been a few standouts. And these, when I saw them, I just went, wow. wow I yeah.
0: I, on board. I know nothing about it. Can you wear boots with dress pants? I think you can. I
1: yeah, I think it's okay now. Maybe,
0: maybe I'll try it. Um, they even made these insoles that are supposed to be super comfortable and everything. Um, mm. And I just love the idea of this, that they're taking some – this is the whole idea of crowdfunding is – taking something that's already existing and you know just making a 2.0 version of it and these look awesome um we're you know if you're a fashion person and can tell us why they're not awesome please let us know because i i don't or, know or anything.
1: what it is maybe that's even if they just tell me what it is that's making it look so good to me what part of this is striking me like is it the white the white layer of, of something between the rubber sole? and i don't know i really like them
0: yeah and these guys they they they've been in the boot business for years now um they've worked for larger companies and now they're like hey let's take our own spin on boots and this is and that's the Boston Boot Company on there um so drew rating system is this the back track, or sack for you uh, for me
1: this is going to be a this is definitely a back i love the idea i love i love the play on words the micro showery. It's brilliant i love the look i love the feel um project looks looks amazing it's it's track, but I've got to find the funds. Like I barely buy shoes at all. I just don't even buy boots. I think all mine are years old, as you can tell. I I rarely even buy clothes, <laughs> so it's a hard purchase for me. But these are so these are really cool looking, and, and so and
0: they're supposed to be built tough too. They're yeah. meant to withstand the winters in Boston on there. So that it's a good sign that the, you buy these boots. They may seem pricey now, but they're going to last you years. Yeah, um, and the workmanship and everything is just there's just something about them. Like oh, I need yep. these boots. I don't yep, know why is, but I need them.
1: If I had the discretionary funds right away this would be a, a back right away for me but as it is I'm going to I'm going to track it till I find the funds and call it a back.
0: And then the tricky part about it is, is what boot you want to get now <laughs> cuz they okay. they have some pretty cool ones so I have no idea which one I want to get but I know I want to get a pair. <laughs> my my favorite's
1: the Cambridge the Cambridge that they have there cuz it has this like solid leather toe but then kind of a suede upper. Uh, I oh yep, see if I can find it. Uh which
0: one is that? <laughs> The uh, third one down? Third one down. All right.
1: Oh, wait. Did I miss it? Oh, I went backwards. Sorry. Uh, Newberry. That I was one right there? Newberry. Let me.
0: So that's a Cambridge. And then this is the New- Newberry right here. Newberry
1: is what I'm thinking. Yeah. New- yep. that. that one.
0: That is a magnificent <laughs> looking boot.
1: It's just the little things. I don't know what it is, but there's something that just says, if that was on my foot, people would respect me. I, I, don't, I don't know.
0: Everybody, I love it. I respect you, Drew. You, I love it. You were my go-to man when I need information about videoing. <laughs> 3d and printing boots now yes <laughs> and boots yeah. yeah so you're going to become the boot expert so um speak speaking of uh being thanks, an expert on things that yeah thanks to doc um speaking of being an expert you are my go-to expert on 3d printing now so you want to tell everybody what the ex1 is then
1: I can tell you, yeah, the X one. So this project was sent to us by Randall Bennett. Every Randall B. In fact, I'm rocking my Randall B. outfit today. I know, I'm, I'm trying. I'm
0: trying to do that too. So
1: did you pull? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Got a sports so, jacket, and a shirt on. Yeah. I just, for some reason, this speaks to me. This just says Randall B. All the way.
0: We love you, Randall.
1: So he sent us this one. It's called the X one. It's a. It's a really kind of a, a simple idea that people have been waiting for and these guys figured out a way to do it. And it wasn't just like a one-off, hey we we figured it out, here it is. These guys have been working on this for many years. About two years ago, somebody made the comment um see if I can find it. Somebody made the comment and basically said, you know, in in two years we will we'll be able to print circuit boards. 3D print circuitry. Because right now if you 3D print something, it is a there's functional Things that you can do with 3D printing but for the most part a lot of it's decor a lot of it's designery type of stuff and, and the functional things are um, certainly not electronics like that's a rare thing to find in a 3D printing but these guys at X1 said well we'll take two years and we'll figure this out they have come up with a 3D printer that will print circuits as quick and as easy as you can print a photo and it lets you put it on whatever the material of your choices you can put it on you know wood Wood boards you can put it on capped on tape on top of something else uh on fabric I'm trying to remember how like exactly how they do it, but basically they have two chemicals that come out of ink cartridges, just like you print on your normal printer that type of an ink cartridge but they um the way they mix they make silver nanoparticles or something like that's obviously where your circuitry comes through, so this is just I'd say it's mind blowing but the, it's about time because people have been talking about it and what if we could do three d printing of circuitry instead of the other the other style it used to be when you would do um circuitry and i and I've never done it myself <laughs> what is it what is it called? Maybe you know when they etch it
0: oh uh, yeah you so you have to etch the circuit or um end up baking circuits too. I've seen people what? use like toaster ovens and stuff to. Bake circuits and whatnot into it. So those are the ways, but they're all labor intensive and they take yes. a lot of time.
1: Yeah, you paint, you paint it out, and then you you etch or whatever to get to get the circuits to do where they supposed to be, where they're supposed to be. So think about being able to do that so much faster with a quick little UI program, lay out your design, your circuitry, and then just hit go, and it lays down the circuits just you know in, in a flexible way too to put that onto fabric. They've got some great examples. So this is. Uh, did I miss anything? This is the rapid three D printing of circuit boards. I just I'm floored uh, that that they did it as quickly as they did. From saying, "Hey, you know what? We'll we'll be the ones to pull this off," and they they figured it out, and that they're only looking for thirty thousand as their initial goal. That to me is amazing, and they've already doubled that with another month to go. But um, the, the idea, everything, this is this is a fantastic use of crowdfunding and crowdsourced stuff.
0: Yeah, I love it because, like, one, the whole 3D printing world is already amazing. They're taking it to the next level right here. Yep, You yep. know, um, I, I, I just love to kind of see what people are going to do with this, what kind of circuits, you know, get wearable clothing or something, you know. I'd love to have, like, a sports jacket that has a microphone just built in right there, pair it with my phone, <laughs> never have to pull out my phone, ever use my pebble, answer the phone, microphone <laughs> on my jacket. I'll be like, what's up, man?
1: We could do. We could totally do that. Wire it right into. This is it. You can lapel mic that thing without even having a lapel run run circuitry out to the tail of the coat, and then all you have to do is, you know, clip wires onto your
0: coat tail. Yeah, you know, boom mic. <laughs> boom mic operators might not appreciate it, but I'm like, this is great.
1: I love it. I love it.
0: Um. So, like, for for you, is that a back tracker sack?
1: It's definitely a back. Uh. But but again, with the caveat that. They've got some pretty high levels for like putting this thing together. Um, so it's me. I'm going to take it to the CEO of, of the 3D printing company that I work at and say, <laughs> "Hey, we should back this so that we can get one of these in house." So I'm going to use some resources to back this. But well, I think love about that it.
0: You could you could use that 3D printing circuit into your steampunk dinos and like put lights or something into it. That like think right? about it. That would be awesome. Or even like make s- actual steam come out of it. There's yes. got to be a way to do that. Yes,
1: or, I'm sure you could.
0: Or you could use the um the conductive paint from the last episode that we were talking about the touch sensor. Think American about the, that. The, yep. See yep, that
1: if you could print that on there?
0: <laughs> yeah, so this is a definitely back for me because the possibilities are endless and it still, you know, has those roots. I mean, one of one of the levels I think is you can back a kit and build it, you know, from from just the materials they give you and stuff which is that's how most 3D printers started in the beginning was sure. just building your own kits and everything. So I love this idea and being able to just see the things that people can do with it. So that's definitely a back on there. Um, and again, thanks to our buddy Randall Bennett. If you guys want to check out something awesome, go check out vidpresso.com, especially if you have a TV station or want to show yeah. tweets, Instagram. I didn't even know he could do Instagram pictures uh, and like Facebook comments on your sh- live stream going at once. It's awesome, and yeah. everything Randall does is a. Uh, Blows my mind. That's why I'm trying to dress like him.
1: Right, he's gonna take over the world. Yeah, so I'm, I'm glad that we're you know, we'll, or at least be on his
0: coat tails. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll wipe his shoes and stuff. So it's all good, <laughs> right there. All right, so our final project of the night um it was is called Pixel Stick, and it was actually shown to me my by, by one of the KTData.net's friends of the site, um, saw at So simple photography, so. So Simbo.com, check that out. And he's a photographer, so this is totally up his alley. So um, Pixel Stick is actually a device that helps you create light paintings. Um, You guys probably have seen light paintings before where usually it's what you do is you set your camera to have a long exposure. And then normally you see people taking their phones and, like, writing letters (laughs) and stuff out. So Drew's (laughs) trying to do some light painting right now (laughs) on (laughs) there. But yeah, Not you nor, yeah, normally you can like write hello or your name and stuff. Um the usually the limit of that is you only can do one or two colors cuz you only have one or two hands to move around on here. But Pixel Stick, what they decided to do is like, let's take this to the next level on there. So they actually have a stick with 198 LEDs on it. And you actually can program images that you, you know, do in Photoshop or GIMP or any of those image editors. Download it into the system, and you can do light drawings with them. And so you can see on the screen now. You can see you know these more abstract color things, and then you see this one right here where they're doing like an Andy Warhol picture. on On the left side is what they did in Photoshop, and on the or, and on the right side is what they actually did out in the street at night using a camera on there. So it you can get really intricate designs and stuff. They they say you can even do time lapse and, you know, make an animated GIF like you can see on the screen where it's this abstract lines going back and forth.
1: Yeah, so I that was my question. So how, how are they doing that one? And, and it's just you can set the pixel stick to do different sh- shapes and designs for different exposures. And so you just string a couple of those together and you get that movement.
0: Yeah. Um, Amazing. You can do a lot of things. And what's interesting is how simple they've kind of – made this down so it's it's essentially two three foot rods that you put together on there and on the handle it has a sleeve that's rotatable or, or you can lock it in so that way you can make really cool concentric circles or do things mm. and move around you don't have to go just left to right you can go in almost any direction and kind of give you all these really cool things and it only runs on eight double a's really i did not see that But <laughs> yeah.
1: that but for that portability
0: that's brilliant yeah um and then to kind of store everything it's the images you just download them to an sd card and put them into the control box um and then on the control box you can control what image you want to pull up the brightness the tint the firing speed you can flip the image upside down your left and right direction on there and it also has a port where you can plug in a camera remote so you don't have to be in front of your camera and it can just set it off on that um I love this idea. Light paintings are cool. I actually n- didn't know how to do light paintings because normally I'm doing moving, yeah, do, pictures. <laughs> um, but so, like, once I saw this, I'm like, this is way cool, and I can see people getting super creative with it. Um, the one thing I really want to see is I was somebody get get getting one of these and just you know kick cast logo, inflate my <laughs> ego, guys, just yeah, just just, just inflate my ego. <laughs> I, w- I would probably cry at that moment. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Have you, have you tried any light painting? The, recently I tried because we were out on like a family shoot and I had
1: a bunch of glow sticks in the car. And so I tried to get the photographer to, to, to do some, but it wasn't quite dark enough. And we, you know, and the glow sticks were not bright enough. So we, we just basically missed it by the timing, but I've, I have done some in the past and, and more so than just like getting your kids with sparklers out there. But it's, 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 it's I guess it's fun and it's unique and it's artsy. Um, I, there's an iPad app that's similar where you, you program it with, a, with an animation or a picture. mostly I think it's still picture. And then you move the iPad through the screen and it does a similar thing. But there's something about this Pixel Stick and its, it's size and its height. It just allows for some really dynamic designs. So uh, In it, a style of photography, this is certainly one that I would, I would love to explore more.
0: Plus, it has LEDs. All geeks love anything with LEDs. I know, I do. So, blinky lights <laughs> on there. Um, so, is this a is this a backtrack or sack for you, man? Yeah,
1: definitely a back. And, I, and given, given, again, it's already four times over its goal. If they wanted 100 plus thousand, and they've hit 400 thousand. Another month left to go. Uh, there's just so much goodness in this in this pixel stick. Uh, I would. I would be jumping on. They've already got a thousand backers for like their like second crack, I guess, you know, because they had their first backers that they only get 40 away at a certain price. Anyway, I'd, I'd be willing to find somebody to half that with me and just kind of go in and split a pixel stick because it's, it's dang cool. And I would love to play with it.
0: No fancy cools. Uh, and th- this is what I love about Kickstarter. We've seen all these projects where, you know, they're just taking things to the next level. Light drawing has been around for a while now. Boots have definitely been around for ages, um, and uh, e- even 3D printing 3D printing is maturing now And people are taking it to the next level And I just love it This is the thing that um, I love seeing about crowdfunding Because I some of these projects right here I can't see big manufacturers going like Alright, right, we're 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 going to take right. the risk But these guys, you know They love what they do they, They've they spent their time and energy into it And they've made ideas and projects That I'm like, that is cool I want to help you and Yep that you know, that that to me is the power of crowdfunding right there and I you know I want to help these guys any way I can uh, I just wish my wallet was unlimited but unfortunately it but, isn't
1: I say, considering that you pre-ordered a PS4 I'm pretty sure it's probably empty by now your wallet's probably hurting
0: <laughs> it's gonna be hurting soon in December thank you Apple yes, um, yes. <laughs> so again awesome. thanks for us all for showing this and thanks for all everybody so um for Darren I go by Doc um Randall B and Vassal, Thank you all of you guys for sending us projects and if yes. you guys at home see any cool projects let us know. We love seeing cool projects. Um I don't think I'd ever do a project on boots until Darren sent that over. I'm like this is cool. I don't know anything on boots. Um or or even like the pixel stick. I have I knew they of them, but I never knew anything about them. So it's cool things like that. So you can always Send us cool projects. You can email it to us, kickcast at net, or you can leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash kickcast, or on Twitter at kickcast, even on Google Plus, Kita yeah. and, or not, it, kickcast. Uh, just search for the kickcast. I almost said the wrong easy. podcast. <laughs> it's
1: that easy. When you're out playing on, on kick, uh, Kickstarter go Indiegogo, you, you get to tweet it and share it with people, just cc yeah. us and let us, let us know what you're looking yeah, at. Yeah, because...
0: And you know, as much as I love being able to search through this, all these sites are enormous, so uh, uh, things are bound to slip by, uh, even though I try to be as detailed as possible. So it's always it's always good. And uh, you know, I don't know too much about like m- movies and music that much either. So if you guys are enthusiasts in those, just let us know too, because uh, um, I just see explosion. Ooh. Uh, um. And, of course, you can always join us in the chat room when we stream live. Our next live episode is actually November 26th, 2013, the week of Thanksgiving, if I remember properly. Yes. Um, And you can find us at live.kickcast.net. If you guys are going like, wait wait a minute, what was the URL for the pixel stick or what was the URL for um, the boots? You can find all of those in the show notes at kickcast.net and look for this episode, which is episode 27. Click on the show notes. Bam. Links that will take you everywhere. On 28, there. actually. This or is 28. So 28. I can read. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 28 They all there.
1: blur together after a year.
0: This, I can, I just can't believe I'm in double digits on there. Um, and, Drew, thank you always. I honestly don't know where the time went on this, one. Uh, this, is this these, one.
1: I love these projects. These are great.
0: Yeah, these are great, and I love having you here. It's always a blast. So make sure you guys watch live. There's some things that never make it onto TV. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um and thanks thanks to all of you guys who are watching at home. We love it and I love hearing from you guys and you know, I'm I'm just a big fanboy like you guys are too. So um we will see you all in 2 weeks. Bye bye. Good night.